your soul on the high vibes lifestyle show hello hello and welcome to the high vibes lifestyle show where we share powerful information on how to live an intentional life raise your vibrations heal emotional pain and make the most of your journey on the yellow brick road of life i'm jody cornish i'm an energetic alchemist healer artist and your host Please join me for weekly episodes where I'll be having informative conversations with various visionaries, healers, naturopathic doctors, artists, sexologists, authors, and so much more. It's all food for our souls. So please keep an open mind. You never know how or when you might be inspired. Peace, love. Hello, Radiant Souls. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new High Vibes Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, we are here and Year of the Dragon. Yes, happy Year of the Dragon. Happy 2024, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of this labor of love that I've been wanting to put out for a long time and Wow. So many twists, turns, twists on this journey. Uh, challenges came up last year where I just was unable to focus on creative endeavors. But here we are, and I am so grateful for uh, those challenges. It is part of our growth um, for all of us but um, and our evolution. So, you know, what would life be without those moments? Um, but... That's okay. <laughs> I'm here and I learned a lot about transitioning to a whole new country, an international move, got some of the nitty gritty information that I'll be able to pass on to others. And so maybe that's what was meant. I was able to um, help people to learn that you don't uh, need, to, it's not just one visa if you're going to get your stuff shipped, you actually need to get two. But that's a whole nother episode, and um, I wasn't all of the uh, details initially, but I am now going to be able to pass that on. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome! Yes, I'm so excited. This podcast is going to be, as you heard in the intro, I will be uh, sharing so much information with experts in um, different fields, spiritual realm, personal development, and I just hope that the information helps you along your journey, wherever you are, whatever your goals are uh, for this year or um, right now or in the future. But some of the information may not fall right on you, may not resonate, and that is okay. For others, it might right away be like, ooh, that is a wake up. I had an epiphany. That's inspiring. Wow. Uh, if you're here just to listen for out of curiosity, um, wonderful because that's what I've done. Um, and just take whatever nuggets of information that maybe um, will help you. And um, if it does really help shift and touch your soul, 
please share it with other people. This world, we really need it more now than ever. All of us coming together and this, this dragon energy is, is potent. It's powerful. It's going to ask us to dig deep. It's going to help with healing and transformation. Uh, so asking people to be more kind, more compassionate with yourself. What's your inner talk, your self-talk? Like, are you constantly putting yourself down? Um, or are you taking a moment and just appreciating how far you've come on your journey? And so that's really important. And then just also being more, more patient and uh, compassionate for others, uh, strangers or people that even are in your, uh, that you know, that are in your, in your world. So that is a little bit about the dragon. At the end of this episode, I will share a little, just a fun fable. Uh, from ancient Chinese history. And yes, yeah, so welcome to Jody and the Dragon. I wanted to use this first episode to introduce myself before I bring on uh, episodes with guests. I have already done some interviews, so we've got some exciting um, information coming EFT practitioners, Reiki masters, uh, Chinese medicine doctors, um, one person, um, he also does uh, sacred medicine ceremonies, and we'll hear a little bit about his story in the future, and so much more. I am so delighted, and uh, maybe some even some content that I'm not aware of yet <laughs> will come through, but that's the beauty of uh, going with the flow, and I'm here to help others uh, however I can be support. It never ends, um, personal growth. I, I see it as we graduate to the next level and then the next level and the next level. And um, I certainly pass some <laughs> of the tests that the universe has, has, has given me. Thank you. And so the last couple of years, um, I've really dug deep and spent a lot of time studying metaphysics, quantum healing, and learning new modalities. Um, I've always wanted to learn more about how I can help myself and also how I can help others. That's where my um, journey took me uh, after the, the pandemic. In the height of the pandemic, unfortunately, I lost my mom in 2020. Uh, she had a very tumultuous uh, hospitalization. She went in for surgery. She, she came out of the surgery okay. But then it, she just was in and out of ICU. And the awful part about that is that I was not allowed to be at the hospital. I could not be by, mother's, by my mother's bedside, holding her hand, being there when she came out of recovery or visiting at all. I mean, this was across the board for anyone who had loved ones in the hospital. If The only people that could be there, from what I understand, is if you knew that someone was in their last hours um, and was was getting ready to transition. It was absolute strict, absolute N-O-No. And that is heartbreaking. Um, And especially since at the end of that month, um, she ended up passing away and I I couldn't be there. I was on the phone um, on hold when they were checking on her and they were able to come, they came back to the phone and announced that she had passed. Um, 
I was in touch with with uh, medical professionals daily uh, for that month, and I have to say that was, there were some great teams. They did seem they were very very compassionate, and I know they were very attentive. She was at a top hospital, and I'm I'm very grateful for their their care. Uh, I know it's it's difficult on their end as well. But that summer, I ended up suddenly arranging a graveside service for my mother and um, being able to have close family and friends uh, come. At least we could have that. But um, no, it, 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 that was just heart-wrenching. And it came on the heels of me still processing um, losing a loved one in 2017, someone who was very special to me as well, my best friend, and uh, he had passed in August of 2017, got pneumonia in the hospital and passed, and um, that was sudden. And that shook me to my core, and between my mom and my best friend being in and out of hospitals, and I would go, uh, I'd been to eight hospitals over the course of two and a half years, and as a support person, it just just even being there as a, as a support and things that you see in the hospital and staying overnight and then also having I had a full time job helping people in the public and uh, taking care of clients and um, in the corporate wellness sector and and teaching classes and helping emote and being high energy and giving giving great energy for during classes uh, group fitness classes but then um, and then also needed to spend, you know, sometimes weekends um, sleeping overnight in someone's hospital room. Uh, it, it's a lot on the caretaker side as well. And um, on top of just wanting to, to heal because they're, they're, they're no longer here and you miss the people. I mean, we know that, that, that death is a given, but um, it's not, it's not easy to to handle it to handle at least I haven't found it easy uh some people um are able to put up a you know kind of dismiss and maybe they go throw themselves into work or drink or eat or whatever they we all have different ways of coping but for me I wanted to feel into the emotion the emotions I wanted to um learn how to process it in a healthy way and then release it in a healthy way. But after my mom passed, I went right into work mode and got her stuff shipped. Um, it was also my father's boxes. And, and so their lives were all packed up in these boxes and their clothing, clothing and the scent of them and, and all kinds of photos and beautiful memories. But um, that's emotional as well. So that ended up coming to my home in New York and then... Um, you know, just going through everything and getting getting things. Um, I donated a lot of beautiful clothes and, and things to some shelters in New York and animal shelters, human shelters. Uh, uh, some stuff went to the Salvation Army. Um, I tried to repurpose things the best I could, but that was quite a process. And then I uh, decided that I eventually I wanted to move um, to a tropical area place where my mom and I used to spend our our winters and it was just I have some 
beautiful, beautiful, beautiful memories. I'm so grateful that my mom, uh, you know, brought me to this place by the sea. That's a gift. I mean, she she certainly introduced me to uh, this wonderful place by the sea, and and ultimately, this is where I am. But um, I, right after she had passed it, I a few months later, I decided to resign. You know, I was there for a long time, so there were times where I went through. Yeah, nine eleven. Um, we had uh, there was a blackout. Uh, there were also there was it's a, a huge part of my um my growth and my upbringing and i'll never forget it i'll never forget the the wonderful people that i met uh through that company um some i'm still in touch with and thank you for your support and um being such great great human beings um thank you to my former clients uh you always you know you helped with my growth my current clients and close friend um, we're still in touch that we met through the company. So even if there were uh, challenges there or times that may have been um, frustrating or what have you, I still um, am grateful for that as well. But there were also a lot of really wonderful, wonderful moments. And I made the right decision, though, to resign because it was critical that I go and take care of me, my spiritual, emotional, physical well-being, and um, and and really uh, because the pain was for a few years just eating me alive. The average person wouldn't have realized that because I have tears of a clown that act down, Pat. <laughs> I just didn't want to bring other people down so I could turn, I could turn up and teach a class and, you know, and laugh and be high, high energy. But at the end of the day, when I'd get home, I was, you know, often very, I was just in a dark abyss and it just got worse after my mom passed. And I had some moments where sit with that sadness. And, um, so I took time for myself and I, yeah, be careful what you ask for because when I finally got to my um, my home, and it it there were it just hit me like an ocean, a wave. Like I there were there were days where I was just on the floor, um, hyperventilating, the crying so hard that I I would have a headache, and uh, it not it wasn't just one day; it was several days. It would turn into weeks. And finally, I just said, okay, this is, I, I've got to get out of this, this funk, this, this abyss, this darkness. I've got a bright future. I, uh, my parents, my best friend, others, they would not want me to be like this. Um, I, I have so much to give to myself and to the world and so much to experience. It, it just wasn't, it wasn't a way, a way to be. So I reached out for help. Um, and, uh, worked with a, um, healer, a practitioner. Um, she does Reiki, but she also does some other, um, modalities. And because I'd been working on myself and doing a lot of inner work, I only needed a couple of sessions. And then it was like, ah, the light, there's joy. And, um, I'm not saying that everything's, you know, sunshine and flip, flip flops all the time for me right now. Is it still difficult? Um, yes. And, 
healing in the, it's always a process it's not just one and done and it's that's it um and the pain is never there again but we re- learn to respond to it differently maybe it subsides a bit you learn to live um move forward in a healthy manner and um and that that was my intention intentional i set the intention i want to do intentional healing intentional living and that's what i did and so i'm grateful for the process it's heavy work still doing it it's um as we're in this life it's it just continues it's not like it ends there's days that sometimes i still have moments where i may get triggered i mean i might just see a butterfly <laughs> and tear up um it's it, you know, an ice cream cone might remind me of what my parents or something, but um, that's normal when you've lost people that you're super close to. And I, I, I've come a long way, and I'm so grateful to even be here, be in this life, be in this new mindset and this new chapter of my life, and for the beautiful. Uh, new people that have come into my life that are very loving and caring and genuine people. And for those that are, um, who will be coming, (laughs) I, you know, thank you. Um, I'm out of time where I can work on my creative projects and, um, and also work for myself. Creativity, doing uh, these projects, it feeds my soul. If you're a creative person, (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. And that's been very healing for me. And uh, so, yes, that is a little bit about um, what I've, part of my healing journey. Uh, But I was originally raised in a small New England town on the east coast of the United States. And when I was very young, my parents started exposing me to different cultures, different countries, and my first uh, international trip was when I was the age of three, and then four, and then, uh, yeah, I had been to Europe, and Canada, and uh, Asia, all before the age of 14, Um, so thank you, Mom and Dad. (laughs) We had a very multicultural home, um, lots of art, and um, kind of looked like a museum. We had African art, Asian art, uh, Mexican, Native American, and it, it, it was just amazing to just, I just grew up around that, and, and I'm, as an adult, meeting people who have not been exposed to other cultures and other types of people who um, are a little more closed-minded, I am even more grateful that, um, yeah, I that helped shape who I am today. And one of the places that they brought me um, when I was young was to New York City, to Broadway shows, uh, to various jazz concerts, and um, it, it was just wonderful. And I remember the first time we went to New York, I was like, to live here my mom was like no it's dangerous it's busy it's a city and she was um we 
I would raise me in a suburban town. And she said, well, maybe when you get out of college, we'll revisit that. So, uh, yeah, after college, that's what I did. And I moved um, to Brooklyn. And it was, I just, I just loved it. Met some really great people, loved the city, loved the hustle and bustle, the diversity, and was there for a long time. Uh, so New York, I feel like a New Yorker. <laughs> New York, do you accept me? I hope you do, because I accept you. You know, like many people, uh, even if you weren't born and raised there, you still consider New York home because that it was a, a major part of your life. Um, and I uh, was there over... <laughs> Well, over 25 years. So, I mean, I, I think I'm, I, I can qualify as a New Yorker. <laughs> and one of the neighborhoods that I was um, introduced to long ago by a mentor, um, Mr. Fred Ho, who's a musician, the Afro-Asian Music Ensemble. And he invited, he took me uh, to a nice, a little, just a little hole-in-the-wall Cantonese um, restaurant. And we had salt and pepper squid, and I'll never forget it. it was just, um, oh, wow. And uh, I, it was, for, for years and years and years, that was part of my community. I just love uh, New York City's Chinatown. And um, to this day, I still go to my favorite park bench and little areas. And uh, yes, 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 yes. But I still can visit. There are direct flights. Thank you, JetBlue, and sometimes Delta. They are not sponsors, but I did want to give them a shout-out, <laughs> so thank you. Uh, direct flight makes a huge difference. I don't want to do layovers with a bunch of luggage and worry about that. Um, sometimes it's okay, but no, not not when you're <laughs> trying to move your stuff. So that's really uh, how I ended up in New York, and... Um, and now it's just a whole, a whole new, a whole new life. I don't think I've ever really lived anywhere like full time where I was right by the water uh, and had a tropical climate year round. It's um, definitely different. And sometimes I, 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 I miss the cold. I miss the the, the snow. I know some people are like what? <laughs> We're ready to get out of the snow, but. Um, but you know, it's a nice contrast. And so I did last week get to, um, visit quickly to the U.S. and, and got a little bit of snow. It was a little, some, some flurries one day and put on a cozy coat. And I like those, I miss those cozy, you know, put on a coat, get a little, have a little hot tea or some hot chocolate. But yeah, it's all good. I mean, can't complain where I am now. Lots of live uh, music, wonderful, um, amazing, amazing musicians come to town, and and I could see something every night if I wanted to. That's just gonna blow my socks off. So um, I'm really inspired by a lot of these um, musicians and creatives, and very grateful. Um, trees, I've got nature, more nature around me. Um, or animals, and uh, it's, it's yes, it's high vibes. <laughs> so my life right now is basically I'm very um, mindful of the music that I play in my space. 
the people that I surround myself with, um, if I don't feel their energy is aligned um, or going to be, be great for my my journey, I'm just not um, around them. So <laughs> that's that's how it is. And I'm excited. This is a whole new chapter. And I'm excited for the what's to come. I have some new projects that will be coming out. Um, and they're all things that will help people um, one way or another. And I, I just, that's just where it's at. I am so excited that you are tuning in. So thank you. And I hope that you enjoy as the show progresses. And if you're enjoying it, please don't keep it to yourself. Please share it with uh, someone you feel um, would enjoy. And um, that's, that's a little bit about me. Uh, as as the show in different episodes, I'm sure you'll learn more about me and the different layers. Just wanted to kind of just give a little, just a quick little little intro. Who's Jody? <laughs> and I'm gonna leave you with a fable from ancient Chinese history. Long, long ago, in ancient China, there was a fierce beast called Nyan. Its head looked like a lion with a sharp horn on it, which could be used to attack its prey. It lived at the bottom of the sea most of the time and would go ashore only on the last day of the Lunar New Year to eat people and livestock. So on that day, every year, people ate early, locked the livestock gate tightly, and then fled into the distant mountains to avoid being eaten. Then one year, an old man with silver hair came to one of the villagers and promised to drive away the cruel beast. However, all of the villagers were too scared to believe him and still fled before nightfall. Nyan broke into the village as usual and just as it was ready to butcher its prey and devour it, suddenly the sound of firecrackers arose together with bright flares. Nyan trembled and dared not to step forward. Then the old man stepped forward dressed in red, and this sent the beast into a frenzy. It was terrified and rushed away. The second day, after the villagers returned and found their houses and livestock safe and sound, they realized that the old man was a celestial being who had come to help them. He also told them that the three secret weapons to drive Nyan away. Items that are red in color, bright lights, and firecrackers. From then on, on the last day of the year, people put up red couplets, hung up red lanterns, set off firecrackers, kept the lights on, and stayed up late to keep safe from Nyan. As time passed, this custom spread to almost every corner of China, and thus developed into one of the most important festivals of Chinese people, the Lunar New Year's Eve. And there you have it, a bit of history, and I want to credit the Confucius Institute for Scotland. Thank you for having this published, so that I could also pass it on to to others as well. Um, So I love that little fable, and thank you for listening. Peace, love, and lots of gratitude.